from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Blessings, everyone. This is Ryan McGuire, head volleyball coach at Baylor University, wishing everyone a very, very Merry Christmas. May God's love, joy, peace, and encouragement fall upon you this holiday season. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Hey everyone, this is Joey Scarano from Baylor Women's Tennis. The team and I would like to wish you a happy and healthy holiday season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey, sick and bears. This is Michelle Leonard, head soccer coach for Baylor University. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Go Bears. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Hey, Baylor family. This is Michael Ford, head track and field coach at Baylor University. Just wanted to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May God continue to bless you in all that you do. Sick'em Bears. This is Mike McGraw, the men's golf coach at Baylor University. I'd like to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Let's have a great 2022. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Christmas Eve Eve. Welcome in, glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, some of our uh, coaches at Baylor with their Christmas greetings. Great to hear from them. Quiet time uh, on the Baylor campus in athletics. Really no athletic contest, uh, football finishing practice in Waco today, then a few days off, then they'll get back together and fly to New Orleans coming up on Monday. Quiet time around here, too. Quiet time, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So uh, here today and not here tomorrow, we'll let you know that uh, Christmas Eve, we will uh, take a day off to be home with family and friends and looking forward to that. And then Christmas Day coming up on Saturday. We've talked about it a lot, probably too much, but uh, in the 80s, the rest of the week here, really strange, um, really strange for Christmas. Super excited. <laughs> you I, like it, don't you? I, I do. I, I will be walking all weekend i've got uh don't let me slow this down but i've, I've got a friend that from baltimore and i make fun of her and call her a yankee even yeah. though maryland's technically not you know right right but you know it's baltimore and uh she was talking about uh i sent her a meme and we were talking about how warm it is and uh we were talking about hot weather versus cold weather and she was like you're crazy you know to to want it to be this this hot i'm like no if it's going to be 75 in december and january sign me up i'm all aboard i was like you know you yankees are the ones that are loonies you know (laughs) for staying in the cold weather and she says it's better than your texas better than than you texans with your with y'all's yeehaw summer christmases (laughs) yeehaw summer christmases that's funny i I left for five minutes i was like that's pretty great well what we have this year so uh warm temperatures for sure glad you're with us today uh coming up in the hour let's uh we'll hear from 
uh, a recorded interview with Jerry Markenteld. He was part of a team for Baylor that played in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I'm sorry, the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day, 1957. So we'll reminisce with Jerry a little bit about uh, how that was. Now, what do you think, uh, Aaron? You'll hear the question, and I was kind of flabbergasted. I said, how did y'all travel to New Orleans? What, what, what would you think in 1957? How would they travel? Horse and buggy? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even kidding. that. No, I'm just kidding. No, I thought train, uh-huh. you know, going, uh, you know, that distance. But he said they flew. They had a charter fl- uh, flight, charter plane that flew to New Orleans. Wow. Yeah, so – 1957, who knew they were uh, on a uh, private charter plane to the Sugar Bowl. So we'll hear from Jerry Markintel. That game, by the way, is one of the big wins in Baylor football history. 13-7, Baylor over Tennessee and Johnny Majors. Tennessee was number two in the nation. Uh, Baylor uh, wasn't given much chance at all to, uh, to keep up with Tennessee, but they not only kept up, they beat them 13-7. So uh, fun memory in uh, Baylor's first and one of only two Sugar Bowl appearances for Baylor football. The other one was two years ago, of course, the matchup with Georgia. So we'll hear from Jerry Markintel coming up in the hour. We look forward uh, to that as we look ahead to the uh, Sugar Bowl, the All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's night, uh, 7.45 kickoff central time from the – it is now the Caesars Superdome. It was – what was it? Oh, when we were there two years ago, it was the Mercedes Superdome. Now it's the Caesars Superdome. So those sponsorships just kind of come and go. Caesars Casino, not Little Caesars Pizza. Right? I think Caesars Casino, oh, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. But it just says Caesars, right. so I think it is the casino. So uh, that's where the game will be played, New Year's night. We look forward to it, Baylor and Ole Miss. Uh, Aaron, here we are uh, two days before Christmas. You're a uh, guy who uh, I'm guessing got Christmas shopping done really, really early. For the first time Literally in my life. Yes. Really? Yes. I, I was just like, you know, just do it early December and get it over with, you know. I mean, you, I used, uh, I got, I have Amazon Plus and Walmart Plus, so, you know, just go through there and, and find your stuff. and Makes it found, easy, doesn't it? Found a couple of other things, you know, at some local places, yeah. you know, but um, when you do it early, you can avoid the crowds. Like, I had to get a couple of things from the store last night and I went at, at a little after 10 and it was still <laughs> really? rocking and rolling. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I went to, uh, two different places. Uh, and, uh, you know, cause certain places I get certain things, you know, just, uh, cause I live by three grocery stores uh-huh. within like within a half a mile oh, of, really? of my uh-huh. apartments. Yeah. So, so I know what to get and where, you know, depending on price. And I went to two different places after 10, and it, it was crazy how many people were still there shopping. Yeah, I was out yesterday um, around the noon hour before the show yesterday, live at Diamore's. That was fun yesterday. Thanks again to Diamore's. But I was out yesterday, and, uh, man, it was just unbelievably crowded everywhere we went. I mean, just driving around every place. You could see all the traffic. So, there are a lot of people, probably even today, that are uh, doing some "quote unquote" last-minute shopping today. Um, but uh, you know, depending on when you get together with your uh, your family or your friends, whenever you need the present, you know, it's not late until until it's late. You know, if you don't get together till Saturday morning, it's not late if you're shopping tomorrow to get the things. Right, and that's usually how I roll. But it wasn't this year. <laughs> I just. Because I, I, you know, um, I 
would think about it every year and then still put it off. But I was like, I'm not dealing with the crowds trying to do it the week of Christmas. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get it all. And I do. I, I have it all set out and ready to wrap. I haven't done that yet. Actually, I won't wrap. I'll just use gift bags. There you, you know? go. But, yeah, I, I got mine done about, finished about two and a half weeks ago. So I'm pretty nice. proud of that. Very good. Way to go. I wrapped uh, two nights ago. I mean, we got a lot of stuff for our family, grandkids, uh, uh, friends, uh, family friends, all of that. Uh, so I wrapped a couple of nights ago. And it was a, a, a long project, although I've got to say, I think I'm okay at, at rapping. I think I've got it down. I don't, I don't have a good place to do it. I was sitting on the floor. It'd be better if it was a table, mm-hmm. kind of a, a little, kind of like this counter here in the studio. If it was like a higher table or a counter I could put stuff on, that would be better. But I was sitting on the floor and I uh, got a bunch of it done two nights ago. Yeah, I'm terrible at rapping. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even try. If, if, if it's not a place that gift wraps, then they go in gift bags. Just makes it easier. <laughs> the gift bag, that's the way to do it. So uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Looking forward to uh, Christmas Day on Saturday, Christmas uh, Eve, Christmas Eve services at pretty much all uh, area churches coming up tomorrow. So uh, fun time of year, fun week, even with uh, all the uh, hustle and bustle of folks out doing some last-minute shopping. So uh, be uh, be kind out there if you get uh, cut off, you know, in a turn lane. <laughs> just uh, be kind. Yeah, just take it easy. Yeah, it's not the end yeah. of the world. That yeah. happened to me on, on the way in. And Did it? Yeah. I usually react different. I, I, I was surprised. I was like, you've done the same thing he just did. Nice. He, you know, he needed to get over yeah. and it, it traffic in the right-hand lane on New Road gets, stays backed up, you know, all the way up to Bagby to turn yeah. right. Yeah. So I was like, you know, just I didn't even – Get a little upset. I was like, eh, it's okay. That's good. Very good. Very good. We should all be so uh, uh, generous uh, does, this time of year. It's not a common thing. I'm just going to say <laughs> that. I, I usually am like, what are you doing? So tell you what we've got going on. Our family is getting together today, so uh, we are looking forward to that. That's a lot of fun uh, with our kids. Um, you know, our two oldest daughters, or our two daughters, are both married, so we've got to work around them being with the in-laws, and that's great. I mean, we can do that, but this is the day that worked out best for us to all get together today. MJ is uh, down from Dallas, so he's here uh, today, and will be for the next few days. And uh, so uh, this is our Christmas. This is basically our Christmas day today, and the grandkids, Truett Turner and uh, Wesley, Oh, man, they're going to make a haul. They are going to make a haul because I know what we've got for them. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other side of the family, and there's aunts and uncles and all of that. They are going to make a haul. Yeah, Maria, we'll do ours uh, Christmas Eve. We do breakfast. And, uh, yeah, my grandnieces are just, I mean, you can't even walk in my brother's house. There's so many presents for everyone. So it's it's kind of the same thing. Isn't that wild? Yep, they're going to have a a Great Christmas as usual. They <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, just just amazing the the amount of gifts they get. But you know, it's always been like that. I I you know we weren't super rich or anything, but Christmas was always a big deal. And well, I, you know, I never we never lacked for presents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were the Christmas tree was always full, and I'm always thankful for that. Very nice. Not well, just to get stuff, you know, but it right. made you know we didn't we didn't want for anything. Right. Very nice. Well, uh, it really is all about kids and grandkids. You know, the younger ones, that's the best part of Christmas is seeing them light up with, uh, with gifts and then share the true meaning of Christmas and all of that. So it is fun uh, in our family. Hope it is with yours as well.
All right, off and running on this Thursday afternoon, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. Coming up in just a bit, we'll hear a recorded interview with Dr. Jerry Markintel. Played on the Baylor football team that played and beat Tennessee, number two Tennessee, in the uh, Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day, 1957, following the 1956 season. So we've got that coming up in just a bit with Dr. Jerry Markintel. Right now, we'll take a break. Be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see clearing skies today in very warm conditions. Highs this afternoon top out at 75. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 58 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Very, very mild with a high on Christmas Eve day of 82 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to, uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants, and none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Kelly had a similar situation. None of the Notre Dame people really wanted to go with Brian. I don't know what that tells you. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing lender. Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and Go Bears! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Texas A&M has pulled out of the Gator Bowl because of not enough scholarship players available. Five and seven Rutgers is the first in line to replace the Aggies with Wake Forest. The CFP has said a champion can be crowned because of forfeit because of the COVID-19 this season. Army beats Missouri in the Armed Forces Bowl with a late field goal 24-22. 
bowl season continues today with North Texas at Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Classic and UCF and Florida in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Washington football team starting quarterback Taylor Henneke is among three players to be activated after clearing COVID-19 protocols, the team announced. Henneke will return to practice today and is expected to start on Sunday versus the Cowboys. Tonight on Thursday Night Football, the 49ers at the Titans on the NFL Network. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Some of the sounds of the season. Final couple days of uh, Christmas music here as Bump Music from Chicago's Christmas album. Jason Sheff with the vocals there. And welcome back. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. Brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Now they are uh, closed for a few days around the holidays. They will close tomorrow, the 24th. Uh, begin being closed the 24th through December 28th. So closed Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Back open Wednesday, the 29th next week. So keep that in mind. Baylor Club, Mike Mosel, great family man, wants uh, all of the uh, employees there and co-workers to uh, enjoy some Christmas time at home. So Baylor Club closed December 24th through the 28th. On the other side of that, remember the uh, Baylor Bear football watch party it is uh, Saturday, January 1st. Doors open at 6 p.m. Kickoff Baylor and Ole Miss at 7.45. Watch the Sugar Bowl with friends and Baylor fans at the Baylor Club. Check that out. You can RSVP uh, online at thebaylorclub.com or give them a call and make a reservation that way at 254-710-8080 for the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. New Year's activities uh, going on also. They've got an early dinner 5 to 8 p.m. on New Year's Eve. That is in the Sweet Lounge. Then they've got the uh, Candlelight Dinner as well on New Year's Eve. Uh, live music, amazing night views of the stadium. Uh, great food, which goes without saying. No better place to be than at the Baylor Club for the Candlelight New Year's Eve Dinner. Again, to make reservations, go to thebaylorclub.com or give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, we'll hear from Dr. Jerry Markintel next segment, uh, played for Baylor football. I think he was a two-sport athlete at Baylor. I think he was football. I know he was football, and I think baseball also. No, you know what? I'm thinking of Jerry Mallett. Jerry Mallett was a two-sport guy. Dr. Markintel, I guess, was just football. Big guy, too. Even today, uh, Jerry Markintel, Aaron, is probably – he's probably 6'4", 6'5". You know, and a big guy, and you think about playing in the 50s and how big he was uh, during that time. So a really, really outstanding player, uh, Hall of Fame player for Baylor. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, back then just the players weren't as big. Yeah. I remember meeting uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, Bulldog Turner who played for the Chicago Bears. He lived in uh, Gatesville. Huh. Or, or, well, actually he lived outside of Gatesville, but um, – 
And I remember thinking, you know, I mean, he was older, obviously, but I, I remember thinking, you know, he probably wasn't huge back yeah. in his playing days and had a Hall of Fame career, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, he looked more like he would probably have been a basketball player, you know. Yeah. But, um, it's funny, you know, it was it was just different then. Guys yeah. just weren't as big. Now, today, you got freshmen coming out of high school. Baylor signed a guy this, this year in the recruiting class, an offensive lineman that's, I think, 6'8", 330. <laughs> Coming out of high school, yes. you know? That's that's incredible. <laughs> it really is. So, uh, Dr. Mark Intel, a great career playing at Baylor. We'll hear from him coming up next segment. Uh, John Morris Show also brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. The team at Kaleo Wealth Management helps people chart a path toward their financial goals and also helps them pursue their dreams. 200 West Highway 6 in Waco, 254-751-5050. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Aaron, we can talk about this uh, next week, uh, early in the week, before we take off for New Orleans. But uh, New Year's right around the corner. Where do you stand on New Year's resolutions? Um, and this is, I'm not like self-bragging or anything, but I'm pretty good when I set my mind to something yeah. at keeping, keeping with it. Um, so I generally don't make New Year's resolutions. I just try to change habits during the year yeah. and, and improve whatever I'm trying to, whether it's lose weight or quit drinking or um, cutting out most sugar, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps to be hard-headed. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I generally approach it that way and don't, like, put everything on, on kind of one day, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I generally don't do them. I, I used to every year, and I would break them and then, I kind of figured out that, you know, slow, steady progress is a better way than just saying, I'm not doing it starting right. now. Right, exactly. I agree with you because, I mean, January 1st is a good date, but it's just sort of an arbitrary date. You know, I'm going to start this right now. I'm going to start this today. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to lose weight, things like that. Um, but, man, you get bombarded with commercials <laughs> this time of year for Peloton, for uh, Nutrisystems, things like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all good, but – this is the time of year where they really ramp up their advertising. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> well, Peloton and Weight Watchers aren't advertisers. So I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just throw this out there. Walk as much as you can and cut calories. Yeah. You know what I mean? It. I mean, really, it's, yeah. it's, and it's, I'm not acting like it's simple. It's not easy. It's not easy to take weight off. It's not easy to keep weight off. It, it's a process and it, it doesn't stop. You know what I mean? You, you lose weight and then you can't say, oh, okay, you know, that's done. You know, right. I mean, it's. Uh, no, it's but, an ongoing process. But uh, I think there are better ways, you know, not that Peloton's a bad thing, uh-huh. but it's super, super expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I, I just prefer, especially when the weather's as nice as it is, as it is um, just to walk, you yeah. know, than be indoors on a, on a stationary bike. But, you know, different people have different things. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. All right, uh, New Year's and potentially some New Year's resolutions about a week away. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll hear from Dr. Jerry Markintel, former Baylor football standout, part of that team that played and beat Tennessee in the Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day, 1957. We'll have that when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios, and we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Fourth and two, back to throw, rush, sacked by Parsons. Only heard here. The ball fumbled out, recovered by Dallas. 
Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Washington football team live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Washington Sunday at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Happy New Year from ESPN Central Texas. Aries Building Systems in Troy, a manufacturer of modular buildings, is now hiring for the following positions. Electricians, plumbers, carpenters, framers, painters, junior buyer, forklift material handlers, and purchasing manager. Aries Buildings has full-time positions, great benefits, and a backlog of work. To apply, stop by 1919 Mueller in Troy or email aharris at ariesbuildings.com. Aries Building Systems in Troy. Don't wait. Apply today. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Texas A&M has pulled out of the Gator Bowl because of not enough scholarship players available. Five and seven Rutgers is the first in line to replace the Aggies with Wake Forest. The CFP has said a champion can be crowned because of forfeit because of the COVID-19 this season. Army beats Missouri in the Armed Forces Bowl with a late field goal 24-22. Bowl season continues today with North Texas at Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Classic and UCF and Florida in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Washington football team starting quarterback Taylor Henneke is among three players to be activated after clearing COVID-19 protocols, the team announced. Henneke will return to practice today and is expected to start on Sunday versus the Cowboys. Tonight on Thursday Night Football, the 49ers at the Titans on the NFL Network. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's one you all can sing with us. 
when the saints go marching in. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Headed to New Orleans next week, the All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Night, Baylor from uh, the Big 12 Conference, number seven in the college football playoff, number six in the AP poll versus number eight, Ole Miss. Ole Miss uh, out of the SEC, 10-2 and two on the year. I think, I'll know for sure by next week, but I think I heard it's their first 10-win season in school history. How about that? I believe you are correct. Is that yeah, right? I think okay. I read the same thing. Yeah. So how if about Baylor that? can win, it will be their first twelve win season in exactly. school history. So I know that for sure. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, you know a lot going on, a lot at stake. Baylor and Ole Miss coming up on New Year's night. It's Baylor's third trip to the Sugar Bowl. Uh, played there two years ago. Lost to a really good Georgia team. Aaron, as I remember back on that game, I I thought Baylor just got dominated in the lines, both the offensive and defensive lines. I mean, that was a great Georgia team that just missed out on being in the college football playoff. Yeah, and that's that's usually the biggest difference between SEC teams and other teams is the top SEC teams. And now with their recruiting classes of the last couple of years, this includes Texas A&M, they just have – they're just loaded on the defensive line, like all the top defensive line prospects, it seems like, go to SEC schools, Alabama, Georgia, you know, uh, Florida, Auburn, Texas A&M, uh, to, to, a certain extent, to a certain extent, the other schools that you get their fair share, you know, but, uh, and that's, that's a big difference, you know, when you can win up front on the defensive line and don't have to blitz. Yeah. You know, you're ahead of the game, yeah. and that's that's why the SEC, and especially Alabama and Georgia, have been so successful, and it's a reason why Texas A&M has gotten so much better so quickly uh, is because they've they've been able to recruit top defensive linemen. That's what I remember about that game. Just the lines for Georgia were really, really dominant. Charlie Brewer was, uh, was running for his life all night. In fact, got knocked out of the game again. Remember, uh, he uh, had been knocked out several times <laughs> prior to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, and every everyone makes their own decisions, but I'm such a Charlie Brewer fan, mm-hmm. and I was kind of hoping, even before he went to Utah, that, you know, that maybe he would, because he has had a few concussions, yeah. you know, and, and uh, what we know about CTE, we don't, still don't know a lot, but what we do know, you know, the, um, you just worry about people, that players that have had multiple concussions, but played at Utah for a few games and now is, has transferred again. So he's going to play one more year next year. Yeah. You know, wish him all the best. Absolutely. Uh, just, uh, just uh, you know, just worry a little bit. Right. Headed to Liberty. He'll play at Liberty yeah. next year. All right. Uh, so that was two years ago, Baylor falling to the Georgia Bulldogs in the Sugar Bowl. The only other appearance by Baylor in the Sugar Bowl was New Year's Day 1957. So following the 1956 season, Baylor, representing the Southwest Conference, met up with uh, Tennessee from the SEC. Tennessee, led by uh, Johnny Majors, uh, was number two in the nation. Bears weren't scared one bit. They came home with the win, 13-7 over Tennessee. A member of that team, a key member of that team, was Dr. Jerry Markintel, and we uh, caught up with him to visit about that Sugar Bowl appearance. 
Joining us now by phone is Dr. Jerry Markintel. was a big part of that Baylor team that season, that bowl victory on January 1st, 1957. And, uh, Jerry, good morning to you. Happy New Year to you. And welcome into the program. It's great to have you with us. Well, thank you, John. It's good to be here, and Happy New Year to you. Yes, sir. I wish you were here. wish you were here for the game, but certainly understand, you know, uh, that uh, you're going to be – I know you're going to be tuned in and watching. Uh, it's got to be fun to uh, have Baylor back in the Sugar Bowl and kind of think about that uh, year a few years ago when you were here and playing in the Sugar Bowl. Well, it certainly does. It brings back a lot of really great memories. Uh, it was certainly uh, – uh, m- 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 you know, a m- m- great time in history, you know in my life and the life of all of the guys on the team. Yeah. Tell me about that season, that 56 season. Were you guys, uh, you know, were you predicted to have that good a year? Did you overachieve that year? Or kind of what was the thought about, you know, ending the year in the Sugar Bowl, you know, a great bowl game? Yeah, we. I think we were picked sort of be in the middle of the pack in the Southwest Conference. Okay. And so uh, I think we overachieved, but you know we we kept we lost two games back to back right in the middle of the season by a total of seven points, one to A and M, and then the next week one point to TCU. Right. And after that, we just started. We didn't lose a game. We just started getting better and better. Uh, uh, we beat Texas, and then went to Nebraska and beat them handily, and then SMU, and then. Rice, and uh, it was, uh, you know, all season we had a a great defense, but our offense kind of sputtered until those last four games when it had really gotten high gear. Gotcha. Wow. And so who would have gone, who would have been the Cotton Bowl team, the Southwest Conference champion that year? Was that Texas? Well, actually, uh, A&M had the best record, but they were on probation, (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. And, uh, that explains and, uh, it then. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so TCU uh, was our representative uh, in the Cotton Bowl, and I think it's kind of interesting that they played Syracuse, and Syracuse's uh, uh, star running back was none other than Jim Brown. Oh, wow. How about that? <laughs> and Jim Brown kicked extra points, and he missed one, and I think TCU won like, 28 to 27, something like that. How about that? Wow, that's a great bowl game there. Well, your oh, game wow. was here. Your game was here in New Orleans, uh, Baylor in Tennessee. I'm curious, how did y'all travel? How, how did you get from Waco to New Orleans for that game? Oh, we actually flew. Uh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, uh, a I, lot of the people. Uh, there was a special train that left that a lot of the Baylor officials went. You know, traveled on, and uh, people. Of course, a lot of people just went by car, but we actually sure. flew. We we always had great accommodations and great facilities. We uh, you know we stayed at the Roosevelt Hotel, which was the nicest hotel in New Orleans at the time. And uh, wow, um, you know it, they always treated us really well. You know, I I didn't want to insult you. I thought it might have been train. You know, because y'all did travel mm-hmm. a lot by train in those days, didn't you? Actually, we didn't. We 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 flew by. Huh, okay. uh, we always went by air, but it was you know it was, that was before the jet age. And uh, I remember <laughs> right, one I time you. when we flew out to uh, play the University of Washington, we had one of the big Pan Am Clippers that 
because the Waco airport didn't have a long enough runway, couldn't fill up right. totally with gas, and so we had to stop in Oklahoma City <laughs> to top off the tanks before going all the way wow. to Seattle. How about that? That's uh, that's still an issue sometimes with the Waco Airport. <laughs> Some of the well, bigger planes, you know, can't can't land and take off from there. Dr. Jerry Markintel joins us. He was a member of the uh, Baylor team that played in the Sugar Bowl. That was uh, January first, nineteen fifty-seven, following the fifty-six season. And uh, so you get the matchup with Tennessee, the number two team in the nation, led by Johnny Majors. What was that buildup like, uh, Baylor versus Tennessee in this Sugar Bowl? Well, it was a a big buildup, and uh, I think, uh, you know, since Tennessee was number two and we were number 11 at the end of the season, I think that added to 13, I think that was the best, you know, considered the best bowl matchup, sure. you know, around. Right. But we were decided underdogs, uh, and, uh, and so several of the national sports casters, namely a fellow named Herman Hickman, who was considered one of the gurus at the time, uh, thought like we shouldn't even be on the field with Tennessee, that it would be such a mis- mismatch. Yeah, wow. Well, y'all disproved that, played really well. Uh, tight game, wasn't it? Tight defensive uh, struggle, and y'all scored late to win 13-7. to A fumbled punt was one of the key plays in there, wasn't it, in the game? Right, right, right. And it was their All-America uh, tailback, Johnny Majors, I think, who fumbled that punt. Hmm. But he was, he Tell was a me great about, player. He, 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 was, he was always a threat. You guys, uh, Baylor, if you look at the stats from that game, had three pass completions on the day, three total, and you made all three catches on the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I think for something <laughs> like 20-something yards. I mean, <laughs> that's it. Then, <laughs> then uh, uh, you know, uh, most – we ran the, a version of the split T, which most teams ran then, and it, it was a running offense. It just didn't pass much. Right, so. right. And who, uh, you know, I see that really three different guys played quarterback, right? Buddy Humphrey and Doyle Trailer and uh, who, Bobby Jones. Uh, which one of those, was that normal, that all three of those guys would split time at quarterback, or how did that come about? Uh well, mostly Doyle Trader started the season as our our starting quarterback, but Doyle got a, a I think it was a broken leg. But anyway, he had the most terrible luck every year. He had some injury, and I remember Sports Illustrated had a full picture of him. I think our senior year, where he with a all you know with bandages where all his injuries had been. Uh, they said that he lettered wow. Hillcrest U. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Wow. But, uh, he, he started off and then got injured, and then Bobby Jones was considered the number one quarterback, and uh, Buddy Humphrey was, was next. But Doyle actually healed up enough to actually get in to play a few plays in the Sugar Bowl yeah. game. But during that? most of the season, it was uh, uh, Bobby Jones and uh, Buddy Humphreys. But, I got you. you know, that, that team – in contradistinction to Baylor's uh, history over the years, where we've had a good first team and then a few injuries would cause us, you know, problems, that team had really we were really good three deep in every position, and so you, there was hardly any difference between the first and second team or the second and third team. So, wow. uh, 
you know, he, the coach had no, uh, you know, reservations about putting in, you know, making substitutions when you could. But you have to remember that was the era of limited substitution, so you couldn't. Sure. Yeah. You, you couldn't just go in when you wanted to. Yeah, that was different. Dr. Jerry yeah. Markintel is with us, a member of the Baylor uh, team that played in the Sugar Bowl. It was uh, January 1st, 1957. Uh, so what you guys get the win, uh, tight game. You knock off number two, Tennessee. Still the highest-ranked opponent Baylor has ever defeated in number two, Tennessee. Um, yeah. what, was the, what was the celebration and the trip back home like for you guys? I guess it was great. I mean, the locker room was really jubilant and then uh, – when we got back home, there was a huge crowd at the Waco airport on the tarmac to uh, greet us. And then they had convertibles there, and we had a parade through downtown Waco. Then, you know, downtown was where it was all out. There was no in the country the year or two before. So they were huh. a good team. And then, of course, we went to Nebraska. And I think Baylor scheduled most of those on away, like the intersectional games on away um basis because they got a bigger cut of the gauge. No, oh, is that right? That's funny. I think so. How about that? I mean that's that's some significant travel over the course of a season. Right, right, right. And, and also as you we told went us to Arkansas. Guys... Of course Arkansas was in the Southwest Conference then, but Right, right. We 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 played them away too. Wow, that's a lot of travel, and as you told us, you guys uh, went in style. You flew, so uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool for uh, 1956, you know, and then finishing in the 1957. And, uh, and we Bowl. always had a charter plane. I mean, there was nobody on it but us, and so ah, and that, that, is that great. was really nice. Except one, there was one. Thinking of Arkansas going up there in '56. At Fayette, talk about Waco Airport. Fayetteville Airport was really <laughs> something. It was a and because it was so small, instead of taking a big plane that the whole team could get on, they chartered two of Trans-Texas Airways uh, DC-3s, you know, the, the oh, tail wow. hopper to sit on the tail. Right, and right, right. Landing, landing in was no problem. I mean, that was, you know, <laughs> easy. But taking off, I knew, even as a 21-year-old kid, I knew that something's wrong when the pilot came down the aisle and asked each of us how much we weighed oh gosh and, uh, <laughs> and i remember they had to yep. take some uh some of our equipment off and gosh when we took off i was sitting by the window i swear i could nearly reach out and grab a treetop i mean it was really oh my gosh how about that <laughs> well glad you made it back safe there well uh one other name we should mention from that team uh was a key player for you guys was del schaffner uh, oh, and uh, yeah, he had—I mean, he had a great career, great season, uh, very good bowl game there as well. And he's one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen. His freshman yeah. year, when the freshman couldn't play varsity sports, he was the last guy to letter in four sports: football, basketball, baseball, and track. Wow! Wow! Um, that is and, amazing. Uh, so he—he he, and besides that, he was just a, a great person. In addition to that, right. good man. Well, we sure appreciate you uh, telling uh, the stories of that 1957 Sugar Bowl. Still a great, great victory in Baylor history. Hope we have another one to add to it tonight. And Happy New Year to you, and appreciate you being on with us. Okay, thanks a lot, John. 
Recently on Game Time. We welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Drew. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us and Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5000 down or cash or trade. TTNL Extra, see dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a 7-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for $225 a month. A 2019 Ford F-150 for $438 a month. Plus, get top dollar for your trade now. Richard Car pre-owned vehicles go through a 172-point inspection, and our aggressive lenders say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Texas A&M has pulled out of the Gator Bowl because of not enough scholarship players available. Five and seven Rutgers is the first in line to replace the Aggies with Wake Forest. The CFP has said a champion can be crowned because of forfeit because of the COVID-19 this season. Army beats Missouri in the Armed Forces Bowl with a late field goal 24-22. Bowl season continues today with North Texas at Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Classic and UCF and Florida in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Washington football team starting quarterback Taylor Henneke is among three players to be activated after clearing COVID-19 protocols, the team announced. Henneke will return to practice today and is expected to start on Sunday versus the Cowboys. Tonight on Thursday Night Football, the 49ers at the Titans on the NFL Network. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
Ooh, I like that. Smooth sounds, uh, again, from the Chicago Christmas album. And the way they recorded this one, Aaron, was uh, they did it last year uh, all remotely. Everybody was in a different place, and they Zoomed everybody in together and recorded it, uh, the whole album. Well, I think the whole album, definitely this song, uh, separately, apart from each other. So really, really cool. I mean, you can't tell at all unless you knew that. You can watch the video of it, and you'll see Robert Lamb in one location, and James Pankow and another, and uh, sounds really good. All right, sounds of the season here. Final segment. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Dr. Jerry Markintel, uh, a member of the 1957 Baylor Sugar Bowl team, uh, and Baylor looking forward to the trip to New Orleans to play uh, Ole Miss coming up next week. Bears uh, finishing practice in Waco today. In fact, already already finished today. They practiced this morning. Coach Aranda then gave them some time off, and they can go home uh, for a few days, being back in Waco to leave to fly to New Orleans on Monday, the 27th. So a few days at home, which is nice, here over Christmas, and then they'll pick up with practices in, uh, in New Orleans on the 27th. So looking forward to that trip, that game, that matchup with Ole Miss on New Year's night. All right, uh, Aaron, final segment here for us uh, today and for the week with Matt Mosley coming up uh, top of the hour. Uh, I know uh, a lot of you listen in to uh, Tom and Ward every weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. with game time. Well, they won't be here tomorrow, so no local shows tomorrow. Uh, let you know that uh, you'll have to uh, wait until Monday, till we're all back on Monday. But a uh, little time off, which is greatly appreciated on New Year, uh, Christmas Eve tomorrow. So no local shows tomorrow uh, for uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. Mentioned some birthdays uh, today, and I'm looking on my list here, and I'm having a hard time on the list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a... Is it, is it a good thing to have a birthday this close to Christmas? Or? I can't imagine so, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad mine's just say that yeah yeah because I, I knew a couple of people growing up and they got birthday slash christmas gifts right a lot of times right. not all the time you know but sometimes it would just be like here you go happy birthday christmas <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it it'd be hard to avoid that it'd be hard not to do that right if your birthday is like the 23rd Absolutely. or the 24th yeah, I, or the yeah, 26th I'm not blaming or the parents you know the parents or you know the well, whoever the gift givers were you know but right it's just the way it works out when you have that, that birthday close to Christmas. Somebody I know uh, has their birthday right around, I can't think of who it is, but their birthday is right around Christmas. So they have a uh, mid-birthday, like in the middle of the summer, like halfway through oh, the nice. year. So yeah. they, just, they just do their birthday <laughs> in uh, what would it be, June or something like that. One way to make sure you get more yeah, presents. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good deal right there. So, sounds, um, like, sounds like a Matt Mosley move. Mosley would do that. <laughs> He may have invented that, you think? He may have invented that. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still looking here. Uh, why don't you tell us who you have on your birthday list? I do have a couple. Okay. Jim Harbaugh, Michigan head coach. There you go. Turns 58 today. 
And Pearl Jam lead singer Eddie Vedder turns 57. And I will say that Pearl Jam 10 is my absolute favorite album of all time. Really? Yeah, it came out uh, my freshman year of college, and it, it was, you know, it was the start of the grunge era. And for, yeah. for most people, I think it was Nevermind, Nirvana's album, you know, who are close to my age. But for me, it was when I heard that Pearl Jam album, I was just, I was, that was it. You yeah, know what I mean? I was, was blown it. away. And I still listen to those songs a lot. And There's, was it was it an album? Was it vinyl? No, no. It was a cassette tape okay. at that time. Very good. Cassette tape. I was part of the... Uh, it was during the transition to CDs, but I was still buying cassettes. <laughs> part of the Columbia Record Club or Cassette Club. Did that a couple of times. Yep. Not going to say whether I actually fulfilled my obligation oh, to buy the additional okay. albums. But, you know, I was I was very young, so my memory's a little hazy. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Anybody else? No, that's it. All right. Very good. Um, for the life of me, I can't find the list I usually look at. Let me give you a couple that I have here. The 23rd day of December. It's Bobby Deaton's birthday. Happy birthday to uh, Bobby. I know a lot of you folks know him around Central Texas. It is uh, Carrie Lalani's birthday today. We ought to ask him about having a birthday two days before Christmas. Uh, I'm sure he uh, handles it very, very well. It's Ben Hagen's birthday. Happy birthday to Ben on the 23rd of December. Kathy Soane's birthday today. And Desmond Hilliard, former Baylor uh, lineman. It's uh, Des's birthday today as well. So happy birthday to uh, those folks on this day. Now, we won't be here tomorrow, but can I mention a couple for tomorrow, including Rob Sellers. Uh, of the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. It's Rob's birthday. <laughs> I was going to say, he of the Funky Bump yeah, of the Day. Yeah. yeah, on the 24th. So his birthday is uh, Christmas Eve every year. Uh, Mike Anderson's birthday, Coach Mike Anderson, Corey Van Allen, former Baylor baseball player. That comes up tomorrow as well. So um, on Christmas Day, it's Cam Coffold's birthday, Norris Blunt, Dustin Johnson's birthday, Jim Vaughn, formerly with the Waco Chamber, uh, that is Christmas Day, so uh, the 25th, and I think that's it. No, no, I have nobody listed on the 26th, so there's some birthdays coming up today and through the weekend right around uh, Christmas and Christmas Day. So we appreciate you being with us today. Thank you very much. Invite you to stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Again, we are brought to you in part by... The Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. I can imagine the Christmas celebration in the Emory household. That is uh, the same family-operated business covering four generations. John Embry, Braden Embry, uh, young Gunner Embry uh, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Check them out on the web at Pioneer Steel and, or I'm sorry, PioneerBoys.com. In Waco, they're at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. Might want to check probably closed, probably, I don't know that for sure, uh, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, almost certainly on Saturday, but check it out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, remember, they deliver and unload, serving Central Texas since 1943. All right, Aaron, have a great Christmas, and uh, we'll get back together on Monday and talk all about it. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Dr. Jerry Markintel today, former Baylor football standout played on the Bears team that won the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day, 1957. Aaron, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. And you have a Merry Christmas, too, you and your family. I hope it's a great one. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Now stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. 
And that's the end of the game. Baylor wins 13 to 7. Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 champion Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels Saturday, January 1st from New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 and the SEC on January 1st in the All-State Sugar Bowl right here on the home of Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 